This podcast contains strong words and provocative ideas. If either offends you, turn off now, weirdo. Let me just quickly top up my rhubarb vodka. Mmm. Hello, my little croissantwiches. I'm Sir Laurent St. Wright. I used to direct movies and TV shows, but over the past 63 years, I've also been collecting a very specific form of art. Literature-based erotica, or dirty stories as the layman calls them. And I now own the world's largest private collection of these fictional sex-based texts. From the racy letters George Washington wrote Martha, to the sects Will Smith wrote Chris Rock, explaining that it was pent-up, closeted sexual frustration that led to the smack, I have them all. And I've decided to share this legacy with you before I die, and pass on some of the finer works in my collection. Now, because these stories are written by the everyday Tim or Timina, they contain some poor syntax and the occasional spelling mistake. So, in an effort to remain as true as possible to the author's original vision, I've left them in. So, with the help of my beautiful cast, may I proudly present Erotica Verbatim. Now, before we get to today's story, it's time to answer some viewer mail. This one is from Tammy May Faker, who writes, Dear Sir St. Wright, how does a knight get involved with such smut? If I get my way, and I've already written my congressman, the Christian conservative community will stop you befouling the airwaves with your filthy porn. In the meantime, I'd like more interracial porn. I love BBC. Well, who doesn't love a bit of the old BBC, Miss Faker? My favourite is Sir David Attenborough. Today's story is some fan fiction written about everybody's favourite reality series, Love Island. It's authored by a young, dumb and full of rum, 69, and it's entitled Love Island F-Boy. My name is Haley. I'm 21, a college student, and have massive tits and long blonde hair. Your typical baddie influencer. I couldn't believe when I got the email. I'd been selected to be on Love Island. This was it. I was going to be famous. I was going to be rich. Oh, it made me find love. But I was going to be rich. But cut to day 78, and I hadn't had much luck at all. Not until the bombshell I came to know as Doug walked through the Love Island doors and turned my life upside down. No cap. Hi, everyone. I'm Doug. <laughs> Doug immediately stood apart from the other islanders because he was a 52-year-old fat, bald Uber Eats driver. But the riz was practically dripping off him. He said they transposed numbers on his paperwork and they thought he was 25. But he was here now and it was too late to do anything about it. I was flipping through a magazine over near the gym area, thinner looking fire and unaffected, when he walked over. Hey, sexy. He said, sexily. You like to read, huh? I looked up from my copy of People into his deeply muddy cataract brown eyes. Yeah? Nice. You an intellectual? What's that mean? It means you're smart, dummy. Uh, well then yeah, duh, obvs. He reached over to grab some weights, and I heard two loud firecrackers. I turned to lock the door as I'd been trained, but it turned out to be his knees popping, and he dropped those weights zippy. Oof! Better be careful. Don't want to tear my ACL again. 
Want to lay by the pool? It's bussin'. Don't know what bussin' means, but sure. Oh, but uh, not one of those beanbags. My back's for shit. And that's how it began. I was fully shook. I didn't realize it yet, but I was thinner falling head over meals for Doug. <laughs> Two days later, this happened. I've got a page! We all looked up as Doug read from his phone. Oh, wait, I need to put my readers on. Doug, you and Haley have been selected to spend the night in the hideaway. Hashtag daddy-daughter time. Hashtag creepy AF. We later found out it was actually a text from his kids asking when he'd be home. But I was too over the moon to question it. Later that evening, I was dressed in skimpy lingerie and straddling Doug in the privacy of the hideaway. We were lipsing like crazy when I suddenly felt something in my mouth. I spat it into my hand. It was a tooth! Doug grinned sheepishly. Oops, looks like I lost one of my partials. He grabbed it and popped it back in his mouth. I want you to be honest with me, Doug. Do you see a future with me? I asked sexily. Doug was about to answer when he grabbed his chest. Oh, Jesus. Acid reflux. You think I'd know not to eat Italian an hour before bed by now? I rubbed his crotch sexily, but nothing happened. Huh, that's never happened before. (laughs) He laughed awkwardly, so I changed the subject. Do you want to try these handcuffs? I asked, holding out a pair that was sitting on the nightstand. But Doug was already fast asleep. I understood, though. It was almost 9.30. The next day, I woke up to find all the guys, including Doug, had been moved to Casa Amor for a few days. And I wondered if he'd be faithful to me while tempted by a whole new batch of gorgeous young women. I needn't have worried, though. Doug spent the entire time locked in the bathroom with IBS. When we reunited, he shocked me when he said, Haley, will you be my girlfriend? It was such a moving moment, and in the background, I could hear a slowed-down, extra-melodramatic cover of an old 80s track playing. Who you gonna call? Who you gonna call, Ghostbusters? Oh, yes, Doug. I'll be your peng girlfriend. Later that night, we found our way up to the terrace where no one was watching, and I sexily reached for Doe's cratch. Now, I know it's unheard of to give a blowy on Love Island, but I was feeling adventurous. I undid his high-waisted chinos, but nothing happened. Not even a twitch. Huh. That's never happened before. (laughs) He said, laughing awkwardly. The next day, our parents came to visit to meet our partners. Doug's dad had died years before from old age, and his mom was too elderly to fly. But my parents were there, and Doug about flipped when he saw my dad. Holy shit, Alex! Oh my god, this guy was my college roommate! A Mr. Pussy man, a bombastic, a fantastic... We all laughed. Holy shit, dude. I can't believe I hooked up with your daughter. You did a good job raising her, though. She made me wait a good 24 hours before she let me fonger her. After my parents were escorted from the villa by security because my daddy tried assaulting my zaddy, I grabbed Doug and pulled him into the beach hut to show him how sorry I was. I stripped naked and began tugging on his belt. 
but he remained completely flaccid. Huh, that's never happened before. <laughs> he laughed awkwardly. It was now the finale, and we were down to three couples. Would we win? I've got a text! Haley, the producers have done a bit more background research and discovered Doug once had an affair with your mother, and he is your biological father. Sadly, you've both been disqualified. <gasps> what does disqualified mean? I looked for Doug, but he was moving mad in the ER, where he was finna passing a kidney stone. His main character syndrome was savage! But here's hoping this experience could lead to me appearing on Netflix's new reality series, Incest Hideaway. The end. Oh, you see, this is why I love collecting erotica. Because it's not just the sexual encounters that stay with you, but the unanswered questions too. Like, why do people think love can be found on reality shows? Followers, sure, but love... And why must middle-aged men live in complete denial? Accept your new reality and run with it. Well, limp with it, but you know what I mean. Until next time, sweet dreams, my little croissomages. You've been listening to Erotica Verbatim, created, written, and produced by Hayden Black, edited by Joe Larigo, and starring Hayden Black, Sarah Oleksik, and Julio Heinsen. If you had a laugh, please recommend us, and don't forget to subscribe.